Oregon Employment First, supporting people with intellectual and developmental disabilities to work in community jobs. Learn more at iWorkWeSucceed.org. Hi, and welcome to the Oregon Employment First podcast. I'm Angela Yeager with Employment First. This week, we are talking about the new State as Model Employer Program. Joining me today is Acacia McGuire-Anderson, the Statewide Employment First Coordinator, and Clayton Jamison, Office Assistant with the Office of Developmental Disability Services. Welcome to the show, both of you. Thank you. So we're going to start off with some questions for Acacia, just to give us some information. So Acacia, um, can you tell me what the State as Model Employer Program is? Yes, thank you for asking. The State as a Model Employer program is a program that we started a few years ago as part of Employment First. Um, We talked to different people in human resources and with the union and identified that one of the reasons people with disabilities, particularly intellectual and developmental disabilities, had trouble accessing work at the state level was because of the way that our um, application system was set up. And so one of the things that we found is that people who may very well be qualified for a position, we weren't ever even seeing their resumes or seeing their application because they didn't answer the questions properly or they didn't know that they could request an accommodation. Um, And we heard this from our job developers and from families, and there was just a lot of concern. So... Um, Based on what some other states had done, or mostly actually city governments, conversations we'd had, there was an idea that we could create um, a different process for people with intellectual and developmental disabilities to get their foot in the door with state government. So we created what is called the Model Employer Program, and it's negotiated positions at the state government um, that were negotiated with the union. Uh, And those positions are very vast. So they include office assistant positions, they include some forestry positions, they include positions with Department of Administrative Services, human services. So we tried to cover both rural Oregon and more of the typical Salem work. Um, And the way that it is designed is that if you, as a hiring manager at the state, have one of those positions available, you can direct a point, which means um, somebody wouldn't have to go through an application process, but you can direct a point somebody who's eligible for DD services. So it's a pretty simple process. You just connect with your VR branch, and if there are any hiring managers listening, email employment.first at state.or.us and we'll send you the list. We also have it all on iworkwesucceed.org. But you just email the VR branch and say, hey, I have this position open and all of those branch offices across the state have many people, applicants who are going to be interested in those positions. I can guarantee it. So we actually went through this process, emailed the VR office. They said, hey, here's a few folks. Um, We set up informal interviews, just had conversations, some working interviews, had people actually try out some of the work we were going to ask them to do. And then once you find the right candidate, you're able to just do a direct appointment. So I know that's a lot to answer that. What is the state as a model? employer question, but that is really the design. It's a direct appointment process um, set up as an accommodation so we can get folks with intellectual and developmental disabilities working at the state. 
Right, and you basically answered the next few questions as well, so that was handy. Um, so, and it really works. I mean, the, the the employer still gets the chance to interview candidates, and so it's not something where oh, you only can hire one person. You still interview um, candidates and get to see people that are quali you know qualified for the job. It just makes the as you said accommodation aspect of it much you know easier for people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Yeah, and I want to highlight a few things about that. So one thing I'd say that's cool about it is you can do more of a working interview than you normally can in the typical process. Um, we actually tried to ask candidates, you know, what kind of interview would work best for you? Some folks really just want to have a conversation. Others want to show you what they can do. Some people have video resumes. And so you can get a sense of the type of work that they've done before. Um, so that's pretty cool. The other thing that I think is really important to highlight is that um, often hiring managers may feel like they have a lot of turnover. Maybe they're tired of doing interviews. Um, and that's really one of the benefits of this program. Um, we find that there's a real case for hiring people with intellectual and developmental disabilities in the sense that they are excited to come to work. They come to work on time, ready to go. And the turnover is um, much less. But the last thing that I would highlight too, and out there for people who are thinking about this is sometimes in state programs there can be positions that aren't um, that you have somebody who's had to go to part-time for one reason or another mm. and if you don't have somebody to fill the other part of that part-time position it hangs out vacant sometimes for years so that was the case with the office of developmental disability services we had a part-time position we didn't know how to interview for it we didn't know how to recruit for it we didn't have anybody internally who wanted it but we needed to use that position and so we were able to identify that and then go through this process really have those interviews where we got to know the candidates and then um, you have a really awesome employee join our team. And this is how we ended up hiring Clayton, who is awesome and here with us today. Need help planning your road to work? Go to roadtowork.oregon.gov and create your customized course to a job using available services and supports. That's roadtowork with the number two.oregon.gov. So Clayton, how long have you been working um, with the Office of Developmental Disability Services now? Uh, seven months now. Seven months. So, yeah. yeah. And do you remember what the interview process was like? It was sort of a mix of formal and informal. There was a lot of actual questions and that sort of thing, but it felt a little bit more relaxed. Plus, I was able to show a lot more what I could do. I remember uh, we had an Excel spreadsheet I had to work on. Yeah, and you're like the Excel master, so. Oh, yeah, computers are my thing and files, all that good stuff. So Clayton actually identified a mistake we made on the Excel spreadsheet. Oh, so dear. We well, gave it to I him. guess that's not too surprising. <laughs> and he came back and he's like, I don't mean to interrupt, but because um, we were kind of waiting right when you have somebody do that during an interview, you've got a few people and we were waiting for him to get done. He came back in the room, we're like, are you done? He's like, no, but this doesn't make any sense. And we looked at it and we're like, no, that's a mistake. So. Oh, wow. Um, so then you're like, and you're you're hired now. <laughs> Thank you for finding our mistake. Basically. That's awesome. So, so Clayton, did you have uh, jobs before you came to work for the Department of Human Services? I had a few jobs, but nothing that was really like this. Uh, it was mostly customer service. My first job was uh, at an escape room experience. I was hired because I knew the person who ran the business. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't really due to my skills. It was more just... Yeah, job. Yeah. yeah. And it was fine, but I never got enough hours. And I was always really uncomfortable whenever I was working with customers and that sort of thing. Um, after that, I tried applying at a few places, didn't really hear much until I eventually started working at a fast food place 
worked there for about a month, just wasn't happy with it. So ended up leaving there. And then for about a year and a half, I was working as a janitor, which is what I was doing when I was hired with the state and did for a few months. You know, there was some overlap, but... It's almost hard for me to imagine with your skill set, you working fast food and, and janitorial and in an escape room because you are such a computer whiz and have helped us out so much at the office. So what were you interested in office work or what, how was it you came to interview for this job? Well, actually, what happened was for a long time, I just didn't want to work with Vogue Rehab. I just it was a pride thing, I guess. And in retrospect, it seems silly, but I don't know when I was. I say younger, but it was six months ago. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want to. I didn't, you know, I just, it felt shameful to do it. Like I was being lesser and I needed help. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't want to ask for help. Yeah. But eventually I got talked into it and signed up. And we tried a few different places we interviewed at, but it just didn't seem good long-term for me. And eventually um, my VR person told me about this position and said, hey, we heard about this. Would you be interested in it? And I thought, I remember when I was a kid, I didn't think I wanted to do office work. I wanted to go travel and do crazy things like that. But nowadays, I've realized that this is what I'm good at, and this is my comfort zone. Right. So I saw that, and when it was um, when it was offered, I was, of course, curious. So I did a little bit more research on the position and eventually applied. So what do you like about your job? A lot of things, really. Um, I have my own cubicle, which helps me a lot. Having my own space, just to, even if it's, I don't want to say retreat, but it's having my own bubble in my own area. Mm -hmm. um, another thing for me is I like things very orderly. So sorting files, doing Excel spreadsheets, doing the mail, all these sort of projects I've been working on work super well with just the way I'm wired. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And um, were there things about the job before you started or even maybe at the very beginning that you were nervous about? Well, this was my first actual professional position. Like I said, I worked at sort of random businesses, but it wasn't anything that was like this. Like, I never had to wear a button up a shirt to go to a job before. So, <laughs> um, so it was. I was a bit nervous that I just wouldn't be used to being so prof super professional. I remember on my first day, I came in with my shirt tucked in and wearing slacks and super nice shoes. And <laughs> you thought, I'm overdressed. <laughs> yeah, I walked in. And <laughs> yeah, it was pretty casual after all the state government, I mean, depending on where you work. But mm -hmm. so you figured out you could loosen up a little bit. Yeah, but, exactly. But he is wearing, just for those of you, since you can't see Clayton, he is wearing a button down shirt. So <laughs> he still looks very professional. So. Um, so you mentioned already what kind of work you did before your current job. Um, when you were in high school, did you have any work experiences? Sort of. I didn't have a job per se, but uh, in Salem we have a center called the Career Technical Education Center. It's sort of a newer program. It started in my senior year of high school, so it's very new. But it's all about uh, helping people in high school get interested in trades and give them training for it. So uh, the year I did it, there was two programs. There was a construction program. And there's a program I was a part of, which was metal manufacturing. Mm -hmm. So I learned a lot of random skills, um, welding, cutting metal, wow. general safety. But the big thing I think that applies most of all is CAD. Um, I learned a lot of CAD skills and that sort of thing. And because of that, I was able to learn a lot more about... It's sort of weird. I was able to pivot that into art programs and that sort of thing. And, oh, okay. Yeah. What is CAD? 
uh, computer assisted drafting. Okay. Yeah, Just so, for all the people out there, including myself, who didn't know what that acronym yeah, meant. Yeah, uh, it's basically you make a 3D model and get all the measurements you want, oh. so you know exactly what you want to build and what parts you need to make. Oh wow! So, so if this doesn't work out, you can do drafting or welding, or maybe we can figure out a way to fit that into your current activities. <laughs> your, your boss is here in the room with you, so if you need any drafting done, Acacia, we do, do photos and videos and podcasts. Maybe I don't know can... if that's quite the same, but you, know, you never know. Are you a special education teacher or transition specialist in Oregon? Want to stay up on the latest news, policies, and trends impacting employment services for people with developmental disabilities? Tune in to the Oregon Employment First podcast on the first and third Tuesday of each month. Experts from the Youth Transition Program, Pre-Employment Transition Services, and the Oregon Department of Education are featured in this podcast, along with educators and students. Tune in. So, so Clayton, I've heard you talk about this before, um, you know, especially when you've been at some of our conferences and events, but why do you think it's important for people with disabilities to work in the community? Well, I think it really helps sort of cement the idea that people with disabilities are not weird and not broken, I guess is the, probably a rude word to put, but there are people who actually think that, who think that, okay, they're different, they need to be put in their own special little box and they can do their thing and just be generally ignored. And it's not true at all. I know for myself personally and my own best friend, we are both enjoy being in working environments and want to have quote unquote proper jobs. But for years, there was workshops that we'd be relegated to and that sort of thing, so. So for you, it's just important to just be, you know, have the same opportunities as everyone else Exactly. Does. I don't want to say I want to be quote unquote normal. But whatever that means, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what um, type of work do you want to do in the future? You mentioned you like traveling, drafting and welding apparently or whatever that was. So. Well, I'd say the, the drafting and welding is much more of a hobby at this point. Right, right. But um, I do love to travel, but I also love what I've been doing here. Uh, I never thought I would be interested in disability programs and that sort of thing. But every once in a while, I'll see somebody that we've helped with our program and somebody who learned something and that that's something I really enjoy. Mm -hmm. And so I figured maybe someday, hopefully, fingers crossed, I would love to travel somewhere, whether it's in country or out of country, and sort of help establish disability programs and, or even just revamp disability programs. Yeah. That sounds like something I'd be very interested in. Yeah, and could put your skills to use on, on both sides, your great office skills with your traveling, you know, that you really want to yeah. do, so. And it highlights to really the purpose of the program. It's to help folks get their foot in the door, and Clayton has done an amazing job. And I think like anybody else who works for the state, Clayton's going to look for more hours, different jobs, growth. And so it's it's exciting because hopefully it'll, it'll work. Yeah, way. progress into something else, even so, though we'll all be very sad if that happens. But we're we glad that you. now you're interested in a program you might not have been otherwise. Yeah, so, it's cool. awesome. It's awesome. So as Acacia mentioned, you can learn more about the state as model employer program on our website, iworkwesucceed.org. And uh, there's a bunch of materials on there, including a flyer and the list of uh, classified positions. You can also email uh, employment.first at state dot or dot us for more information acacia and clayton thank you for joining us on the podcast it was so much fun to have you and thanks clayton for being part of our team we really appreciate having you on the team so uh, as always this is the employment first podcast thank you for listening and we'll talk to you next time <laughs>